if you're finding it hard to to find something that you can work on as a business or as a startup or an initiative the best thing that that can motivate you is your personal experience you always go back to your personal experience what are the difficulties that i have what are the challenges that i have before or i had before what are those struggles try to create something that will address that or that will close that gap that you identified and that's a good starting point Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of The Design Live Show. And we are now on episode 66 of the podcast, and I want to welcome you to this great episode with Felix Beroya. So I'm sure you're going to uh, learn something new from this episode. And one of the key things that I've learned from Felix is to keep innovating and the continuous improvement. I feel the vibe, you know, the positive vibe to keep innovating whatever you are doing your business your side hustle your creative journey whatever you are doing right now and especially um, doing your passion or doing what you love to do so make sure to tune in until the end and hopefully you'll enjoy this episode as much as i do and before we jump into this week episode make sure to subscribe on any of your favorite podcast app the podcast is available on apple podcast google podcast or soundcloud or in any of your favorite podcast app actually and make sure to leave a review on apple podcast in that way you are helping me to reach more people this is 100% ad free for filipino creative community thanks guys for supporting and so without further ado I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. So that's the title of the podcast, and I'm super pumped uh, tonight. Basically, we're recording it at 9 p.m. Uh, a Thursday night. So I want to welcome my guests for this week episode. So Felix Veroya. So we will going to talk about a lot of cool stuff here in this episode. So I want to welcome you, man. Felix, how are you? Thank you, Jay Christ, for inviting me to your show. And um, I'm feeling great right now. I'm actually here at our humble abode at Batangas. Yeah, so, cool. Yeah, yeah. From, from, we're from Batangas. the south, right? Yes, from <laughs> the, the south. south. Yeah. So yeah, uh, basically, uh, a lot of my friends are from the south as well. And um, for those who are listening, most of that, uh, I, I probably said it a lot, a lot a tons of times na. Uh, I'm from. Uh, I'm living now at this Marinas Cavite, so it's it's a uh, a little bit, uh, you know, uh, a province type. But uh, it, it's it's uh, uh, a lot of changes are happening now. So, Felix, uh, just to give context in this episode for those who don't know Felix Beroya, can you share a little bit about your background and what are you doing right now? What are your business? Uh, you know, just to uh, uh, give them. What are you up to? Thank you, Jay. Uh, right now, so 
I'm 29 and uh, I just left corporate last March 2019 mm-hmm. for wow. about eight years of um, corporate uh, engagement. And then, uh, but that time, I'm actually handling such businesses, but small businesses. Uh, it's called Asklex PH Academy. It's a consulting and training firm for industrial engineering, continuous improvement, innovation, and analytics. So I spent my time, most of my time, managing and um, finding ways on how to further improve the, the way we do the business. Cool. Yep. And uh, I'm just, uh, you, you've been in the corporate world for 18 years, is that right? right? Uh, eight, wow. eight years. Eight, eight years. years. Wow. That's really, uh, uh, can, can you share your, you know, experience? Why, what's the, uh, what's the why behind why you left the corporate world and how, how you, you know, how you managed to, uh, to start your, uh, your business asklexph.com can you share a little bit about a little about a little bit about that for Tidela's audience yeah so technically speaking um, I'm doing the business since 2016 but uh, I never left the corporate so so uh, I work for the corporate from from several industries so I've been into the academy I've been uh, a teacher for industrial engineering I was uh, connected with uh, a leading beer manufacturer as a logistics coordinator, a process excellence manager for a leading semiconductor company. And then I started it way back 2016. It's actually from, from a problem that I have during college or a frustration that I have during college that there is, such, uh, there, there is no such service that we can avail in terms of what, what we call the Lean Six Sigma so this is a methodology that is being practiced by mostly by industrial engineers or process improvement engineers. So that time it was too costly to to avail such training and resources. I mean, resource speakers are very limited by that time. So I thought of why not create a movement, create an organization that will you know will help. Um, students, even students, professionals and organizations to, to have this particular methodology applied on their organizations at a, an, an economical um, way that, that they can avail of. So that's basically how it started. So from, from frustration or from a problem that I personally experienced during college. Got it. And it's really cool because uh, I think uh, there's a lot of uh, problems that are, you know, going on, especially here in the Philippines within terms to education or educating uh, a lot of uh, uh, tech or engineers, right? So, uh, man, how, how do you, you know, uh, from, you know, from, a, uh, let's say, uh, a comfortable job, you know, and, and then you do it, uh, you, you created your own business and create asklexph.com. So can you share your, you know, the, the motivation behind that? Because uh, you've mentioned that uh, there's, a, there's a gap on, you know, uh, um, there's a gap on educating the masses or educating the engineers or, or the, the audience you have right now. What, what's the motivations behind that? I, I think it's really, uh, I think, uh, 
when I started teaching, it's, it's, I think it's really hard, right? So when you mm. teach uh, like uh, Six Sigma methodologies and one of, I, I think, and I find it uh, one of the methodologies or practices that are uh, incorporated into, you know, different companies, right? Here in mm-hmm. the Philippines and abroad, right? So in my, in my space design space, I think uh, we can, uh, we can uh, uh, one of the practices that we uh, we you know we uh, we practice or we apply in our field uh-huh. is design thinking or, or sprint right right if yes. if it's that makes sense can you share your motivation on how you uh, jump shift from you know from a from a let's say a comfortable or a, uh, there, you have a corporate job and then to teaching this methodologies and create your own business or your own uh your own you know path to to you know mm-hmm. to uh bridge the gap to these problems yeah so technically it it it's not easy to start uh-huh. because you, first you don't have the the resources first you don't know how to start yeah. who should you gonna tap into what what are the the things that you have to do before you you launch your business or your initiative or movement. But maybe it's because teaching, like what uh-huh. you've said, teaching is one of my passion. I, If I'm not an industrial engineer, maybe I'm an educator. I mean, uh-huh. I've been into uh-huh. the academe. I've teached for yes. like three or four years. And then I thought of since as early as elementary days, maybe, I really wanted to teach people. I really wanted to share what I have. I've been into speakerships also. Been into, I've been speaking to a lot of conferences for students and even professionals here in the country. And, and uh, I realized way back 2016, yeah, because there's a need. Uh-huh. But I haven't this, I, I, I don't have yet the, the courage to do it full time. Uh-huh. Maybe because I'm a breadwinner. And most of all, most of us Filipinos were very into into family, so yeah. we don't want our family to to suffer because we, we did a decision that it's that's not uh, that um, concrete or that's not too sure. But later on, I realized that if I'm gonna do this on a part time basis, then maybe the results that I will get is also part time, or fractional, I may say. So after that, after some reflections and realizations and the uh, approval coming from, from my support system, especially my wife and my immediate family, I then, I then started to do it full-time because for the two years that I'm doing this, two years, three years that I'm doing this on a part-time basis, uh, I've, I've already had this formula on how to do it, how to run the business, Get it. how to reach people. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I we, we decided to yeah do do this full time to reach more people wow. and to reach more uh, clients too. Wow, that's cool. What what's the you know what's it what's coming in you, into your mind when you're you know stepping up to your from from your let's say your comfort zone into you know this is a, a I think you're dreaming big or making it happen right. So what's your yes. thought of uh, what's your thought or what are you thinking? At that moment, I, I think a lot of uh, let's say uh, Filipinos or uh, entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs or creatives that are you know had this uh, had this you know doubts self doubts right. So uh, yes. I think it's more powerful if you share your 
you know, your journey on how you, you know, what's your thinking on that situation when you, when you're stepping up in, uh, on your comfort zone? Yeah, I think this is a common problem, not only yeah. for Filipinos, but uh-huh. yeah, as I may, as I may say, for us Filipinos, we're really afraid of taking risk. Uh-huh. We really, we always want to have this. You're saying a comfort, comfortable or comfortable life that that we don't have to worry anything. <laughs> Unlike the business that you have to worry everything. So yes. before you, before I have this courage to step out of the corporate. I'm really afraid because there are risks associated with the decisions that I will make. Things are uncertain. We don't know if uh, clients will will uh, buy buy our service or yeah. will mm-hmm. ask us to render the service for them. So it's very it's a very scary scenario for me. But I but I think what what I can advise to to future or visionaries that if you have something in mind, try. Try try to deploy it a little by little. Um, see if it will work. If it will, if it, it doesn't, if it doesn't work, so look for opportunities on how you can fix what uh, did not happen well or what did not went well. And then coming from that, you you, you become resilient. You no, know? do it again mm-hmm. until you perfect it because it's it's a it's a matter of. Um, trying because if you haven't tried it at least a single time, you will never really know the results or what will be the results. So I think it's more of trying what will work or what will not work and then capture the lessons learned, then do it again as much as possible, as fast as you can, as we may say, fail fast for you to learn fast. Yeah. And then that's how it basically goes or went. Um, it's it's merely a process of um, failing and learning for me. Yeah, yeah, I love the uh, yours. Uh, what you've said about you know uh, try it little by little, right? So I, I think a lot of uh, you know tons of uh, thinking right now is you know get get that success or uh, overnight success, mm. right? which is not really mm. true, right? So, yes. And I love that. I, wa- I just want to highlight that for those who are listening, right? So, mm. uh, man, uh, speaking of clients, right? So when was the la- uh, first time you had your clients and w- what's the feeling? What's the experience? Can you share? And how do you, you know, uh, find uh, a client for a training and consulting business? I think this model is, uh, I-, I-, I don't know if it's, uh, that familiar with uh, Filipinos, or uh, for those who don't know familiar with it, can you share your, you know, your process on how you get your first clients and then scale your business from from ground up? Mm-hmm. I think, as far as I can remember, my first um, clients were I, I was at outsourced as a trainer by uh, a Metro Manila-based. Then uh, so it was through a contact through a network that um, that I was invited to talk to them, and but but that was not under Asklex, so it was under another organization for Asklex. So uh-huh. actually, I started 2015, coming from a leading beer manufacturer here in the Philippines. I stepped out of, out of faith. So 2015, <laughs> I'm jobless. I'm a full-time consultant way back then. Uh-huh. So it took me six months 
to set up everything wow. from the materials to the modules to certain partnerships to certain relationships or network that I've tapped into. And then after six months, uh, I was fortunate that one of my former students coming from the training from the Metro Manila provider, she asked me if I can do consulting for the organization that she's affiliated into, located at Cavite, at yeah. EBSA. And then, so I went there, but at first, so they were not paid, looking... Yeah, that's a paid consulting gig, right? Oh. Yeah, it's it. actually, it's it's one of the biggest so far. Wow. So, but, but first, it was not a consulting job. They're oh. offering me a job, as in a corporate job. Oh, yeah. A full-time but job. But then... Yeah, a corporate job, a day job. But then I asked them if what are their requirements and upon upon the conversation, I've seen that they're not looking for a corporate one but merely a consultant. So I offered myself not as an employee, not as an applicant, but more of a consultant. And they agreed. Wow. Technically, the, the supposed the interview, the interview, it became more of um, a meeting on how we can do the consulting yeah the consulting project moving forward so after 6 months yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then after so, 6 months i i got my first project so it's mm-hmm. quite a big project it's um a six digit project mm-hmm. and uh, i'm i'm overwhelmed of of uh, the contract price and and the scope as well and then that's where all it started for those who you know uh, not familiar with uh, uh, training and consulting business model, can you share uh, you know s- uh, some uh, some key f- uh, key things that for those who would like to uh, try this out or create their own? What's what's the you know what's the biggest uh, practical advice for them that you might give? Mm-hmm. Okay, for for future consultants or trainers. I think the the biggest factor that you have to consider first is to identify mm-hmm. what is your what is your expertise or what is your subject yeah you know, what is what is the subject matter that you're expert in too. So that's very critical because that's it's the first thing that you would sell your clients. So first they have to know uh, what area or areas are they expert, and then after that. They have to build their network. Network is very important. As as I grow older, it's becoming very evident that you have to really build your network uh-huh. because network will give you a, the boost that you need for your for your business or for your initiative. So there are there are several kinds of networks, but I I strongly suggest that they yeah they use the the, the good network Got it. because there's a bad I believe that there's a bad network and a good network hundred percent in terms of relationships. 